I saw a gift in front of me wrapped. And you know how you kind of go, I'm waiting for my healing, Lord. I'm waiting. And if the Lord spoke to me and said, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Open and receive. You don't have to live with a sickness or struggle with pain. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland reveals a loving God full of compassion who is ready and willing to heal you. Now here's Kenneth. Now the 14th chapter of Matthew. And the 14th verse, Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. Let's read it again. He was moved with compassion toward them, and he, compassion, he healed their sick. Can you in any form, any, can you twist your mind around where you could see compassion making someone sick? No. Yeah, but he sinned. So? Compassion is going to knock you in the head because you sin? There wouldn't be nobody left alive. <laughs> what does compassion do? forgives all the iniquities and heals all the diseases. We quoted that this morning from the 103rd Psalm. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Do you realize that he's talking to his soul? Bless the Lord, O my soul. You, you need to talk to yourself. You need to talk to somebody that's intelligent once in a while. Talk to yourself. <laughs> Enjoy your company. <laughs> Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. He's speaking to His mind. He's speaking to His will and emotions. And He's saying, get your mind off of whatever you were thinking on and begin to bless the Lord. Well, Brother Copeland, how do I bless the Lord? Um, it's really not all that hard. Bless you, sir. I bless you this morning. Oh, I bless you for being so compassionate. Oh, I want to remember that compassion. And I thank you. Don't you forget that. So you remember how compassionate. Remember what we read in the 86 Psalm. He's full of compassion. Oh, I bless you for being so compassionate. I thank you. 
Oh, bless the Lord. And forget not all his benefits who forgiveth all thine iniquities and heals all our diseases. You notice that? Did you notice that? Did you notice that? He put the sin first. Amen. You remember as they let the man down through the roof of Jesus' house that day? And, 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 first, and one of the things Jesus said, cheer up, boy. Be of good cheer, he said. Cheer up. Your sins be forgiven you. Now, it's very obvious that's, that's on this man's mind. Jesus is ministering to him. Cheer up. Your sins are forgiven you. Amen. Then what did he say? Well, of course, you know, the, the, the folks that were there began to say, well, this man blasphemes. Who can forgive sin but God? And Jesus said to prove the Son of Man has power on the earth to forgive sin. He said to the man, rise, take up your bed, and go home. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean? He said to prove that the Son of Man has power and authority to forgive sin, Take up your bed and go home. That proved that. Now, why did it prove it? The same power, the same spiritual force. You understand when, when, when you got something filthy and nasty and you run water on it and it doesn't even phase it. It's going to take much, something more than the water to get rid of this greasy mess. So what do you do? You go looking for something that's got some cleaning power. Amen. Amen. I want something that's, that's strong enough to break this thing down chemically or whatever the problem of it is here. I need some power with the water. Amen. So I bring a stronger cleaning power onto this dirty stain and it removes it. Yes. Now the same power, the same cleaning agent that cleans and removes the stain of sin is exactly the same power, the same dunamis, the same power that removes the sickness from the body. And God's full of it. <laughs> and He's in you. 
<laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 20. Let's go to verse 30. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. What they're saying there was, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Messiah. The multitude rebuked them because they should hold their peace, but they cried them the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. Jesus stood still and called them and said, What will you that I shall do unto you? They say unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. I want to call your attention to something else, particularly for the benefit of anyone that does not have uh, natural sight. Don't ever say of a blind person, they can't see. They can. They see. They use other methods with which to see, but they see. Amen. Amen. So, but don't see with natural sight. Notice. They had no problems following Jesus. They had no depth perception problems. They had no problems coming from having not ever seen before in their life. I don't know that both of them were born blind. I don't know that they weren't. Amen. But there is record in the scripture of a man that was born blind and Jesus healed him and he didn't, it didn't take him six months to learn depth perception and all that. No, God, hey, come on. What? Compassion doesn't do that. Just the same as that fellow that never walked from his mother, been lame from his mother's womb. He didn't have to learn how to walk. Glory to God. Compassion taught him how to walk, leap and jump and run. So don't let the, if you're, if, if, if the devil's been messing with your thinking about that and, 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 and you've, for whatever reason, no, no, dump that idea. Dump that idea. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't know. You may not have seen anything through your eyeballs your entire life. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know where you're in this room or online or where you are. You may not have seen anything your entire life. And it frightens you a bit, but the idea, of course, this ain't nothing but the devil, and frightening you that, that if you got your sight back, 
uh, what's life going to be like? What am I going to do? And, I, and all of that, all that kind of thing. Let me tell you something, darling. You're not going to lose your sense of touch. You're going to be able to see better than other people because you see not only with your eyes, you see with your hands, you see with your ears, you hear and see things the rest of us can't hear and see. So take advantage. But let me tell you the big thing here. I don't care. I don't care if <laughs> how long it, it were to take you if you had to go back to school to learn how to see with your eyes. It's the testimony. It's the testimony. It's the testimony. God needs your eyes. The body of Christ needs the victory. If God didn't intend for that to happen, he wouldn't have put it in the book. And this is a specific and one of the primary anointings and callings of Jesus. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has called me to preach recovery of the sight to the blind. Recovery of sight to the blind. He, he, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach recovery of sight to the blind. I'm going to say it to you again. The, 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 the anointing. For God has anointed me, Jesus said, to preach the gospel to the poor. To preach deliverance to the captive and to preach recovery of sight to the blind and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, which is supernatural debt cancellation. Now, each one of these are specific messages and specific anointings in his earthly ministry. Well, he hadn't changed. Amen. That same anointing is in and on you and me this morning. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I can just hear Jesus. I, I, oh, glory to God. He's preaching the acceptable year of the Lord. With, with, oh, the great jubilee. I, I can just hear him just uh, out there preaching that praise God and the people get so excited. They knew what jubilee was. They knew what that meant. Glory to God. And he's walking. He said, jubilee has come. I'm here. Glory to God. Poor man, you don't have to be poor anymore. Broken hearted, you don't have to be sad anymore. Blind person, you don't have to be blind anymore. Oh, you don't have to be in debt anymore. Glory to God, you're free today. You're free today. I declare you free today. You can imagine what happened. I mean, they just jump, run, glory to God, and he just starts speaking. Every time he said, you're free today, somebody got healed. Every time he said, you don't have to be blind today, somebody's eyes popped open. Amen. <laughs> glory to God. Now, all that whole thing, all that preaching, all those wonderful things that he preached, 
Everybody that believed it got it. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody that believed it received it. Amen. And that little woman with the issue of blood, I'm telling you, she heard about it. Somebody, somebody preached it to her. Somebody told her about it. She's hearing all the miracles. She's hearing this and meditating on this. It's illegal for her to get out in public. She's got an issue of blood. I mean, you get stoned for that, you know, for getting out in public. He ain't supposed to do that. But she just kept hearing it. She just kept hearing it. Just kept hearing it. And, and my spiritual father, Oral Roberts, I, he, he, he preached a message, faith coming to the climax. Glory to God. You just keep feeding that faith. You keep feeding the Word of God. You just keep feeding it. Glory to God. And faith begins to rise. And faith begins to arise. And it comes up to that place where one day it, it comes to a climax and the miracle occurs. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it got so big in her. She got so big in her. She said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Oh, God. Oh, I got to get out in the street. I got to get out there in that street. I'll tell you something about faith. I'll tell you something about the power of God. I'll tell you something about the inner workings of the power of faith, the power that heals. Your faith will make you whole. It'll drill down through the unbelief. It'll drill down through all of that doubt and unbelief. It'll drill down through the unforgiveness. It'll drill down in there and drill down in there until it gets down in the part of your spirit where God is and it will hit a gusher. Glory to God. And sin has to leave and sickness has to get up, pack up and go. It can't stay in his presence. This mighty powerful work that's only inside of you right now. It is the driving engine of greatness, faith in God and faith in His love. from Joplin, Missouri. She came in with the migraine where the light was hurting her. She had her husband sit next to her to block the light and the migraine's gone. She also, the use of her knee is coming back to her since been in this service. Praise God. Oh, Amen. give praise God, God praise for that. Thank you, Lord. Um, the Lord showed me, I, my eyes closed and I saw a gift in front of me wrapped. And you know how you kind of go, I'm waiting for my healing, Lord. I'm waiting. And the Lord spoke to me and said, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Open and receive. So I said, Lord, I receive. And I opened my eyes and all of a sudden it was clear and I could look at the light, which I cannot do. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So what are you waiting for? I heard the word of the Lord came to me and he said, I'm changing dementia, Alzheimer's and brain damage right now. I declare. And I receive complete healing for every cell of my brain. Every cell is alive and working well. I receive the anointing of Jesus on my mind. 
his mind. I have his spirit. And I have the brain for it to use. Now I bind the spirit of dementia, the spirit of Alzheimer's. I bind you. I bind you, wicked thing in Jesus' name. Take your hands off God's property right now. This is Josh. He's been a soccer player all his life. He played soccer for ORU. He got concussions. He's had nothing but migraines. They said he was headed for dementia. His wife drug him in here today. And he's had to wear sunglasses because the light hurt his eyes. And he just felt a fire go Praise over God him. for the fire. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he had been able to work, and he's going to work like a Trojan from yes. now on. Hallelujah. This is Sue from Jonesboro, Arkansas. For in her ears, she's had roaring, not like a ringing, but a roar in her ears. And since been in the service, she says she's been healed of that roar in her ears. I came for healing. And this is the first time I've been in one of the Kenneth Copeland Ministries services. Oh. And I, I, I thank the Lord for y'all being obedient. They have kept me alive. Just, you know, Jesus through them and through the, the Faith Life Church. Well, you know, I came for healing. When you said shoulders, well, I was trying to do like Brother Copeland and start taking exercise and take better care of my body. So I've been going to the Health and Wellness Center. And, uh, and you, you do these weights. You put a weight here and a weight up here. Well, I, I corrected the weight down here. I forgot to do it up there. And when I pulled it down, I knew I did something. I pulled something. It, I mean, it just hurt so bad. And I finally had to go to the doctor. And they said I had something called capsulitis. I said, anything without us is no good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and uh, when he said the shoulders, I, I said, I'll take that, I'll take that, because I couldn't lift my arm up just like that. would be so painful, you know. But, uh, see, I came more so for my back than anything. I wasn't even thinking about the ear. <laughs> and, uh, I'm overwhelmed, yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm turning 70 this year, and you know the devil will tell you, you're getting old, things are going to fall apart, you know. And, and when I come, I really wasn't thinking about my ear getting healed for it. But I did think about Gloria. But she's always saying, from the top of your head. To the sounds of my feet, I am healed. And I thought, Lord, I need a top of the head to the sole of the feet. I, you know, I need the whole work over. You know, sometimes you take a car in to have it overhauled. You know, I need, a, I need it overhauled. Overhauled! Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.